Wow. And another shocking development while I was recording my earlier segment. Supreme Court strikes down Biden's student student loan forgiveness plan. God damn. There's another ruling supposedly coming out today. They've ruled in favor of Christians not being forced to make pro-LGBT shit. They've ruled in favor of Christians getting Sundays off as a religious thing, which we will get into later. It's been a supreme fucking day. Now let's get into this one. Wow. By David Proper and Samuel Chamberlain. Now, by the way. Oh, Sam Chamberlain. Cool. Now, something I do love about all this, and I have an article about it too, it's so good for the economy. Oh, it's a blessing. It's a blessing for the economy. And the American taxpayer. Because, let's face it, we need all the tax assistance we can fucking get these days from paying more taxes. Supreme Court struck down President Biden's program, writing off hundreds of billions of dollars in federally held student loan debt on Friday. I have to pay the fucking loan I took out. Uh, Yeah, they loaned it to you, hence the name loan, dipshit. But I guess they didn't teach you that in your fucking binary gender degree, or your non-binary gender degree, did they? Ruling that the commander-in-chief had overstepped his executive authority. Get cooked, bitch. One, or sorry, on the day before the high court summer recess, the six conservative justices ruled that the $400 billion plan could not uh, could not use a 2003 law meant to help veterans from uh, of the Iraq and Afghanistan wars as vehicles to implement the program. Instead, Chief Justice John Roberts, who full admittedly found his big boy pants and put them on today. Instead, Chief John Roberts, someone I would usually describe as one of Bush's many mistakes, but you know what? Today he's playing ball with me, and I like it. Wrote, for the majority, the law allows the education department to only waive or modify existing programs implemented under the Federal Education Act of 1965, not rewrite that statute from the ground up. AKA, kiss my ass. Quote, the question here is not whether something should be done. It is has the author- It is who has the authority to do it. The Chief Justice claimed the authority on his own to release 43 million borrowers from their obligations to repay. And that's the thing. Obligation. I've tried this before. I went to Hillsdale. You know, I, I couldn't afford it. I didn't pay for it. I got in. Did my... Well, I, most of all my shit was online, so it was already more affordable than the actual in-person classes. But still... I never took out any loans I didn't fucking need or couldn't pay back. So I got through it mostly on my own. Borrowed some money from family members and paid them back. Never from the actual system itself. And here's why. Interest rates and all that. Now, if you want to talk about it, there is a perhaps a solution to the student loan forgiveness thing. And it has to do maybe with the uh, with the interest rates, right? Now, the, uh, sorry. the interest rate on student loans is insane. It goes up X, Y, and Z every year, and it does adjust with inflation, so it takes out more, but it doesn't decrease with inflation. It only increases. So if inflation runs high, they take more from you or charge you more in interest. Now, that's insane. So let's say you took out, hypothetically here, let's just use small numbers, $1,000 in student loans, right? And you're gradually paying back your student loans, but now with the interest payments over the years, you've been paying back those 1000 loans. I know it's a small number, hypothetically here. right? You've been paying off this loan, this $1,000 loan, hypothetically for 10 years, right? But what was originally a $1,000 loan to you has become 2,500 or 300 or three, sorry, has become instead of a $1,000 with interest and everything, you've paid 
2000 $3,000 off on this loan. It's nearly doubled, if not straight up just doubled over the time you've been away from college. And that's not particularly fair. I understand there being like a, and here's a percentage penalty if you don't pay it back by an agreed date. I get that. But what should be done is the college, uh, hear me out. I gotta have a whole video about this. It's been a long time since I actually thought about this. Anyway, what you could do is take these people who have paid in excess with in interest with the student loan, pass a thing which is like a federal cap on interest rates, like exclusively 10%. See, instead of listening to me, you can look at the ad there. Now, being like, uh, look, your student loan was $1,000, you paid $1,500, your student loan case is closed, and you get your $500 in rebate. Now, if you set it as like a 25% interest cap exclusively, there you go. And doing it through a rebate situation would allow you to not have to, you wouldn't have to print any new money. It wouldn't give anybody like a, a new monthly payment whatsoever. It would just be a credit. It'd be money that's already in circulation in the system and it's use. Then again, you set whatever the, the cap for student loans max is set at 25%, whatever the hell you want to do with it. But anything above that agreed percentage can be paid back as a tax deduction. We do it for tax season. You just do it on another tax season. It's a little extra bump back in your taxes. The money that's already in the system and no new money is printed. And the student loans are paid off. right? But again, that still exclusively relies on people to pay their loans. And it would reward them for paying excessive interest. And again... It's the predatory interest shit that's the problem. If you tackle the interest college problem, the problem with college interests, then you can start to tackle the student loan problem. It's never to just have the government print more money and pay it off for you. Fuck that. Colleges should have a bar for should have a barrier for entry for everybody. Not picked on race or anything like that. If you can't pass this test, fuck off. Maybe this college will be more your speed. Let's continue on. Quote, the question here is not whether something should be done, but who has the authority to do it? Chief Justice said, the authority released 43 million borrowers from their obligations to repay $430 billion in student loans. The secretary, the secretary has never previously claimed the powers of this, of this magnitude. Challenge it. I want to see where this goes. Roberts added that, his, uh, that the administration had fallen short of demonstrating that it had, quote, clear congressional authorization to justify the challenged program. Yeah. Cancel student debt. No, fuck you. <laughs> Again, look at all these people. Brain dead as hell. They all went to college, presumably. They all have debt because they went to college, right? So you assume they, they had to have gone to college. And they're not smart enough to understand the basics. They don't even know what's going on in the world around them. They're just mad because they're told to be mad. So, are they a nation of thinkers that were, you know, put through college, or a nation of mindless workers whose job is just to slave away behind the system and work? Back whatever is pushed on them without questioning it. That seems to be what we're dealing with here, because they went through college and they're not smarter for it. So it's clearly a sign that uh, if you can't take the loans, maybe college isn't the place for you. Well, that sounds rather exclusionary. Perhaps. Perhaps. It worked before. We actually used to have an intellectual class in this country. We used to, used to actually have intellectual. Like, Thomas Sowell wasn't a one-off. There was many like him. Uh, Milton Friedman, David Friedman. You know, you have all these great minds who ran in intellectual circles in the U.S. And they're just such a thin, 
almost never seen group of people in American society anymore. Why? It's because they went from institutions of, liar, of higher learning to institutions of higher indoctrination. And a lot of that has to do with people being able to just walk in and be like, yeah, I'll take out $50,000 in loans. I'll pay it back. And then they demand that we, the American hardworking taxpayer, pay off their fucking gender studies, their fucking liberal arts degree. No. And furthermore, take a fucking trade school. Learn a skill. Half these lippy-dippy assholes go and get jobs at... What the fuck? Half these lippy-dippy assholes go and get jobs that they have no interest in actually pursuing. So they've wasted taxpayer dollars. Oh, NAACP. Of course. Professional grievance counselors. The White House argued that it had the power to unilaterally enact a program under decades-old higher education relief opportunities for students' heroes act claiming the, uh, the student loan cancellation was a modification of an existing benefit, not new legislation. The HEROES Act was passed to help the U.S. service members financially while fighting in Afghanistan or Iraq. Again, that is built upon a pre-existing thing called the GI Bill, colloquially. That pre-existing law and not unilateral and has nothing to do with the taxpayers flipping the bill well sort of i mean it does provide free college to troops but again they've crossed a barrier to entry and it's a bit different the discipline's different and on top of all that they've repaid a service to this country and a lot of them go into trade schools and actually seek actual jobs in the fields they go to school for there's a difference sacrifice and servitude and done having done work to the country versus I grew up in my mom's basement and I was never told no and I went to college for a poli-sci degree and I demand you take me seriously and also pay my bills wow that poli-sci degree really seems to have paid off right help U.S. service members student loan during a national emergency education ability alter yep heroes act was passed to U.S. service members financially fighting while Afghanistan and our Iraq the law <clears throat> was later winded, widened to give the Department of Education the ability to alter the terms of other federal loans, student loans, during the national emergencies. Oof, bad move. Even though two national emergencies tied to COVID-19 ended on May 11th, and Biden himself declared the pandemic over in September 2022 in a 2022 interview, the White House argued that the Supreme Court, that, uh, that the economic consequences of the pandemic will linger. God damn it. What? <sighs> I turn off ad blocker and this site doesn't work, so I'm just going to use the archive for everything, because look at this. This is fucking ridiculous, dog. You butcher your article, so I can't read half of it. Mid-fucking word, dude. Retarded layout. <clears throat> But what's worth the New York Post? Anyway, yeah, I'm going to just start using the archive for all my articles from now on. I'm not going to fucking keep dealing with these bum-ass ads because all these websites are now enacting new software to block ads. Fuck them. Of the states bringing the case, Missouri had argued canceling the debt would deprive the state of revenue, though its higher education loan authority, while the other states claimed the plan would provide a windfall to the borrowers that make them better off than before the pandemic. In the majority opinion, Roberts answered the questions of whether the states had standing to bring the case by writing, quote, 
we have concluded that in the <clears throat> instrumentality created by Missouri, governed by Missouri, and should keep my place, and answerable to Missouri is indeed part of Missouri that the words, quote, waived or modified, do not mean completely rewrite, and that our president, old and new, require the Congress speak clearly before a department secretary, and unilaterally alter large sections of the American economy. Base take. Justice Alina Kagan, dissenting with the court's two other liberals, wrote that the majority, quote, overrides the combined judgment of the legislative and executive branches with the consequence of eliminating loan forgiveness for 43 million Americans, quote, end quote. Keegan read the summary of her dissent in court, a rare step to emphasize her disagreement. Don't care, made no difference, lol. Roberts also added <clears throat> the conciliatory coda that his opinion, quote, Writing, reasonable minds may disagree with our analysis. In fact, at least three do. That's polite. It's kind. That's generous. You like to see it. We do not mistake this plainly heartfelt disagreement or disparagement uh, for disparagement. It is inappropriate that the public not be misled. It's important that the uh, public not be misled. Any such misconception or misperception would be harmful to this institution and our country. Meanwhile, repayments on federal student loans will resume on scheduled October 1st, although interest uh, will begin occurring in September. See, you're already starting accumulating interest before the payments are even starting to be due again. It's insane. I don't like the predatory uh, nature of how the government runs the interest problem. And that's the thing. I think a lot of the student loan arguments so before is to keep you from talking about the government's mandated interest rates and how different colleges also have their own interest policies, which are very predatory and just leech off of a person for the rest of their life and then will continue to leech off the family if the family has any money to leech off of. It's not great. But a lot of it is brought upon the self, too, and I fully understand that because people are being like, well, I'd rather go to college. It's like, well, you can learn anything you want online. But okay. Meanwhile, uh, repayments federal loan October first. Payments have been on hold since the onset of the COVID of COVID in March 2020. <sighs> Sent chills in my spine reading that. The loan handout is the latest pandemic initiative by the Biden administration to falter before the Supreme Court, joining an eviction moratorium that had been imposed by the Center for Disease Control (CDC) and Prevention. And the plan reoccurring workers at big companies to be vaccinated or undergo regular testing and wear a mask on the job. Uh, you can look at my content on that one. A whole victory march lead up to that. That felt exactly how I predicted it would. And I knew it was going to happen anyway. The Supreme Court's ruling comes on a day after it ruled 6-3 that colleges and universities could not factor in an applicant's race to determine the admissions. Uh fucking went went all the racist jerks said that colleges have to use merit not not uh not race to enroll people let's see a comment from the turtle in the clouds this the school deserves credit for getting another ruling right borrowers agreed to repay funds it was a loan loans should not be forgiven 
so wealthier college grads can have their debts wiped out and paid for them from many less educated working class people. Accountability matters. I think we should offer free uh, vocational training to anyone who wants it. But free English uh, literature degrees? Not so much. None of it should be free. If you want it, you should pay for it. And if you can't pay for it, you better have the skills that the college will be willing to eat that debt to make you go for it. I like your comment. I just disagree with your uh, one little, little Clement there. The amount of pandering this administration has done to people with its endless free money giveaways is breathtaking and terrible for the fiscal health of the USA. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Maiden MN says, The same should apply to... Oh, Failing airlines and corporations, absolutely. The uh, automotive industry should have been allowed to fail. If they can't manage their funds, they deserve to fail and go out of business, even if it means the end of all air travel. Someone else that knows how to manage their funds will come and fill the vacuum. Absolutely. Free market all the way. And that's kind of like the point, right? A.K. McNeil. Hmm. Conservatives said that the airlines and auto manufacturers should have availed themselves to bankruptcy system, but Democrats figure out that this would rid them of all those companies and of their unions. Really? Really? The, the Democrats are the party interested in getting rid of the unions. Ah, uh, fucking X to doubt, homie. So why wouldn't you go back and look into who actually passed the legislation to bail out those businesses? Which would be Democrats, absolutely. That takes a little confusing, but last one here from I Love America. What a brilliant... Oh, wait, sorry. Pald DX says, in that case, the U.S. service members should not be given uh, preferential treatment. Again, no. They served this country. The GI Bill does not say they took out a loan. It says that this is part of their part of their like, you know, uh, department papers. When they leave the military, this is part of their like, what would you call it? Their uh, sweetheart retirement package. Again, it's paid off by the military with a grant that's already pre-approved for them. I understand kind of where you're coming from, but again, we're talking about people that were willing to die to protect this country versus I have a septum ring and half my head shaved. I have like a blue Skrillex haircut and a poli-sci gender degree. Pay for my bills, please. It's entirely different context, entirely different people coming forward for it. So, sorry, buddy. Cope and seethe. Touch some fucking grass. They, too, agreed to repay funds. It was a loan, as you write. Accountability matters. Absolutely no loan forgiveness for anyone. I Love America says, what a brilliant statement. Our brave military secured their loan by, si by signing a piece of paper in advance that they were willing to die as a consultation. Yeah, as a, die as collateral. Yeah, no, absolutely. Perfect. The people in the military are more than paying their share by protecting us and... They're not making much money doing it. And by that's by Bonnie Lamb. Absolutely based takes all around, folks. You love it. Now, right here, by Reuters, originally. Supreme Court student loan ruling could slash deficit by $300 billion on paper. Ooh. U.S. Supreme Court's decision to strike down uh, President Biden's student loan debt relief would claw back more than $300 billion in costs associated with the program that were recognized last year, making a major re, uh, reduction in the year's deficit, at least on paper. See, that's the 
Well, we didn't get what we wanted because we really want our student loans paid off. And yeah, there is a benefit to this, but right now it's just on paper. You want to know why it's just on paper, sweetheart? Because it's just happened today. That's why. So yeah, you're right. It's on paper because we haven't had it have time to take effect yet. We haven't all the mechanisms in place haven't quite tinked correctly. So just keep in mind when they say on paper, it's them just saying we just haven't seen it happen yet because literally it's only been like two and a half hours since this ruling came down. Of course it's on paper, but the obvious is obvious nonetheless. <laughs> the court ruled six to three on Friday that Biden's unilateral decision to offer up 10 grand to 20 grand in one-time student loan forgiveness to couples earning up to 200. It was way more encompassing than that, homie, but all right. Had circumvented Congress's constitutional right to make laws on spending. The debt relief program had been blocked by legal challenges that led the Supreme Court's decision. The Department of Education had estimated that the debt relief would cost the taxpayers $30 billion annually over the next decade, though foregone loan repayments about $2.5 billion per month, or $305 billion in total. Shit. The department eliminated the net... Uh, let's see. The department estimated the net president value of the loan forgiveness is $379 billion over 10 years. That is, I'm willing to bet you it'd be way more than that, especially with the way they like to get this. They like to get their foot in the door and then use their other hands to pry it open. And then you get way more, way more shit in there. Look at these fucking clowns. They look exactly like you'd expect. Why does all black feminists have the same fucking doofy-ass haircut of that guy from the Muppets? Like, why do black feminist bitches all have this motherfucker's haircut? You know what I mean? Like, why? I know a lot of... By the way, how many of you know some dude who looks like this? I know at least two that look exactly like this, and they are queer Democrats, and they look identical to this fucking character. My question is, why do, why do like, all black chicks gotta have, like... The nappy-ass Muppet haircut. I don't understand why that's such a trend. And why do they all look like this? This guy kind of looks like a cross with that last character. Anyway. <clears throat> U.S. Treasury last year took $430 billion charge against the fiscal 2022 budget results to cover these costs as well as an extension to the general COVID-19 moratorium on payments through the end of 2022. The move had the effect of eliminating a dem uh, <clears throat> democratic or a dramatic, pardon me, reduction in the fiscal 2022 deficit of one, oh my God, 1.375 trillion from 2.775 trillion the prior year. Oh my God. That's a, that's a small war right there. Mark Goldwyn, Senior Policy Director for the Committee for Responsible Federal Budget, a fiscal watchdog group, estimated that about $320 billion of preemptive costs would be reversed during the fiscal year of 2023 after the Supreme Court ruling. Praise God. The Congressional Budget Office is forcing an increased deficit of $1.539 trillion this year. <clears throat> due to the fa uh, falling revenues and higher spending and healthcare costs, a reversal of more than $300 billion would make it appear that this year's 
uh, fiscal deficit fell slightly from 2022. Quote, its deficit uh, reduction relieved to the deficit, uh, relieved to a deficit that never that never really went into effect, Goldman said. Biden announced the policy, and they weirdly recorded it as having increased the deficit before they implemented the policy in any way, in any meaningful way. That's kind of what happened with the vaccine mandate. Biden came out and said, hey, you know, we're going to do this uh, uh, vaccine mandate, and if you don't get vaccinated, you should get fired. And all these companies were like, oh, yeah, we're going to do it now. And all of a sudden, it was like, oh, even before there was a fucking law, there was already, like, a mandate about it. And that, too, got thrown out. The smaller reversal rece- uh, re- uh, relative to the $380 billion initial cost estimate is due to the recent expansion of income-driven repayment relief, which will cut undergraduate repayments by half for many borrowers and drop them to zero if those families of four earning less than $62,400. Many borrowers would have seen loan forgiveness under Biden's plan will now benefit from the more generous income-driven repayment scheme instead, Goldwyn said. There's the catch. See why I want to read this article for you? So you guys know every angle. Ruling lawmakers applauded the ruling as avoiding costly and inflationary policy, which it is, don't get them wrong, it absolutely is, that would have benefited many college-educated Americans at the expense of others without cash or without such degrees. No, everyone would have been forced to pay in it. Everyone would be forced to pay ten thousand. Like hypothetically, here, right? Everyone would have to pay ten thousand dollars in taxes for one asshole who went and got a gender study degree. You can minimalize it all you fucking want. These are not people going to trade school. Overwhelmingly, we have the stats to go with. It. People go to trade schools, pay off their student loans. Whereas people who get these fucking liberal arts degrees, these poli sci degrees, so on and so forth, they don't repay back their debts. They throw a hissy fit and demand you repay back their fucking debts. Fuck that. Uh, quote, if this executive order had been allowed to move forward, every American taxpayer, whether they have student loans or not, would be on the hook, would be hooked to foot the bill, said Republican Rep. Uh, Jason Smith, chairman of the Ways and Means Committee. The cash flow impact of the Supreme Court ruling will be minimal, perhaps adding back around $2 billion in receipts per month. 2 to $3 billion. Still, it's back in the system and not... It well, it's back in the taxpayers' hands, not in the system is what I meant to say. Continuing on, perhaps adding back $2 billion in receipts per month that would have been lost uh, had the forgiveness plan been upheld. She Akabas, economic policy director for the Bipartisan Policy Center, said another reason the deficit uh, reduction resulting from the ruling would be lower than the initial cost recognition was because the general student loan repayment moratorium was extended as well into the calendar year of 2023 by Biden's administration. The debt ceilings legislation, the debt ceiling legislation earlier this month prohibited any further extensions. The Department of Education has said that the repayments will resume in October. This will take hundreds of dollars a month out of millions of uh, consumers' pockets and create a new 
headwind for the U.S. economy, economists say. I love this. They can be mad. They can rage. They can kick. They can bitch. They can moan. But they can't do fuck about it because it's done for now. Again, just like with the uh, you know affirmative action being struck down, you're gonna see colleges do everything they can to try and skate it, try to get away and not pay their bitch and not or not pay their side of it. And that's just the unfortunate means for things. I'm trying to figure out how to read these. Figured it out. Okay. From Jean or Jean, depending on what your accent is. Everyone knew this would happen. It was just a cheap trick to get votes. Students need to stop getting degrees in fields that don't have a strong job market. I love art, but was in tech most of my career because I like to live in a decent place and eat. Based. Ernest Lemingway. This guy's comments. They can either be based or brain dead. We've come across this page before. Let's get into it. Not everybody knew it would happen. The people who voted for Joe Biden certainly uh, based today. Certainly didn't, uh, especially the social elites who were counting on loan forgiveness to maintain their preferred lifestyle. All right, Ernest Lemingway with a base take today. Spun bear. The best way to eliminate debt. Remove Biden Harris now and Jarhead. Thanks for your service. Seventy one says, the next. Uh, the next phone call to the big guy will be from Ukraine. Hey, Joe, heard you had some extra cash laying around. Yeah, no shit. But this is a win. It's a win-win. Supreme Court is just spitting out fucking L's today. Or W's today, and I love it. Let's see, does this have anything to do with the... Uh... Explain who your ideal client is, and then... No, this is that fake BetterHelp bullshit. Got it. Don't use BetterHelp, guys. That being said, this is Inside Four Walls, and this has been a very relatively base day for the Supreme Court, and I shall talk to you guys later. America's been drinking beer from a company that doesn't even know which restroom to use. That's why I created Conservative Dad's ultra-right, 100% woke-free beer. As conservatives, we're constantly getting hit in the face, left and right, by the woke mind virus. But the last place we want it is in our beer. If you know which bathroom to use, you know what beer you should be drinking. Stop giving money to woke corporations that hate our values. And to the rest of you woke corporations, stay the away from our kids. Buy yours online in 42 states at ultrarightbeer.com. Tastes like freedom.